welcome to Crushed by Margaret Caborn Smith, a podcast about the cringing and whinging of unrequited love. My guest today is legendary superstar, stand up writer, and broadcaster, Rosie Jones. Hello, Hello Rosie. So excited to talk to you. Me too. <laughs> um, I can already tell that we're going to be here <laughs> for about eight hours. Yeah. The sun will be going down <laughs> as we continue to talk about this. Um, so you've always struck me as a very confident minx. Um, do you suffer from crushes? I mean, I'm, I know what the answer is. Oh, my God. I feel like this podcast is made for me. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I am confident. Always had loads of friends, but when it comes to love, oh. no. <laughs> I was thinking on the way here, and we'll get into this in detail. Yeah, the daily. But I have had a constant crush, different people, but I've always crushed on somebody since I was four years old. Wow, no breaks. No breaks. And not even that, as well as that, I constantly have three layers of crutches. Oh, my God. And has that been... That can't have been the same since you were four. Yeah, it's like a crutch trifle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, come on, we need to get into this. Is it best to do the top layer first? uh, Let's do the custard. (laughs) I can't remember where the custard... Is the custard in the... The bottom. Okay. I I mean, people will complain, (laughs) but I think I'm... Going on the basis of um, custard, jam, cream, strawberries. Wow, okay. We can add <laughs> strawberries. All right, I mean, I'm now I feel like we could talk about trifles for, <laughs> for the next hour, but let's try and get back on topic. The uh, custard. The custard. This is the... Big one, the big old, um, like, all-consuming crush. And I, I average a custard crush <laughs> for about five to eight years. Wow. Since okay. I was four. Yeah. So, like, at four years old, my culture crush was my teacher's aide. Right. Which, at four years old, I probably didn't um, 
recognize it as a crush. Sure. I just knew that I wanted to hold her hand Aww. a lot. And Did you get to hold her hand? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you see? That's what I mean about the confident bit. That is... <laughs> I'm glad oh. that at least you've got that hand holding to oh, cling to. Margaret, something that you probably know about me is I've always been a little bit of a pervert. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the first thing I noticed. <laughs> And even from four years old, I was absolutely milk. Like cerebral palsy <laughs> and be like, no, I actually can't walk anywhere without holding your hand. I mean, you've got to use it, haven't I you? Know. And I even took it to uber levels of perverse. <laughs> and sometimes I would pretend that I needed a nap in the middle of the day and she would stroke Oh, my, my God. I mean, <laughs> if I could do that now... <laughs> I would totally take that. Yeah. So that's my culture crush. And that's been throughout my life. I'll meet someone and before I came out, it used to be a friend, a straight friend that I would go... I really like it. I don't know why. I tell you what I think about <laughs> every day for the next seven years. <laughs> did you think that that was, for want of a better word, normal? <laughs> like, did you think yeah. everyone does this? This is what you do. This is what yeah. life is. Yeah. You just fixate yeah. on a person. Yeah. And. I mean, I didn't want to do this because I love how lovely and light-hearted this podcast is. But the dark thing that I'll say, and then we'll get back to the <laughs> listen. We can stay with the we can stay with the dark as long as you like. I love it. <laughs> um. I have always had crushes that I don't tell them about and I think growing up it was mainly to do with my disability and it is something that I am still working on but deep down, there's a, a voice in me that goes, Oh, they're amazing. They're so amazing. They deserve someone not disabled. They deserve someone better than me. So I'll just 
right then from afar I'll be a really good friend and then they'll meet someone that they deserve. That's so sad. <laughs> but I think that happens loads, that internalised... Yeah. It's just rejection, isn't it? Yeah. It's a way of just yeah. going, oh, God, well, no, obviously I'm not yeah. good yeah. enough. You know, I have so far been to three weddings where at some point I have had a raging crush on the bride. Wow. <laughs> and how did it... Were they different? I mean, obviously they're different, but, like, yeah. how did you feel at those weddings? It, it ranged. So, two out of their three, I loved their partner... It was a, lo- a long time ago I'd had those feelings, so I was like, great, fine, I'm happy. Little bit weird, but lovely day. Come on then, give me um, the third. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Land of it was all fine and I was happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> the third one, and I'm going to be quite very clear, that it was a big time crush for eight years. And, oh, I'm also a psychopath. Sure. So. <laughs> I'm writing this all down. So, during those eight years, I had told her a little a million times in my head, I had planned um, how we get together, what a house would look like, how I would propose a wedding, blah, 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 <laughs> No, I have to, well, if you are, I am too, and a lot of us are. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, yeah, that's definitely not so yeah. I think there's loads I'm, more people choosing furnishings yeah. than you'd think. <laughs> I would... Fully over by then. But that wedding day was like, oh, I spent a third of my life thinking your wedding day was going to oh be God. my wedding day. Yeah. And now I'm here. Um, and I'm watching you marrying someone else and um, my mum and dad were there and I'd not told my mum any of this and I was very drunk and my mum took me to the toilet and said, are you okay? And I went, don't, don't ask me that. And then it clicked and she went, you loved her, didn't you? Oh. 
God. And one, yeah. yeah. Was that good to hear, though, um, that she got yeah. it? Was she the first person you told? Did other people yeah. know that you felt like that? No. That's well, a big secret to keep. Huge, yeah. Huge. And I was in love with her when I was in the closet and for oh, God. literally years I was like, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. But she's an exception. And I reckon I'm the exception for her. So when I wasn't, and when she met someone... Was it a man? Did she marry a man? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least, yeah, you can still keep that. You you could have been the exception for I mean, listen, and the other thing you should have done is, like, looked at that wedding and gone, well, I wouldn't have had those flowers. (laughs) Wouldn't have had those people. (laughs) You know what? I think I was very grown up in what I did and that I had a cry when my mum wiped up her tears one hour and I drank <laughs> 18 shots <laughs> of what? Everything. <laughs> Margaret, literally. Did you do I, that thing where you went round the tables yeah, just clearing yeah. up everything that had been left? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. free as well. Yeah. I mean, the dream. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so grown up. Listen, it was grown up if you didn't tell the bride no. you know that would yeah. have been that would have yeah. been the proper psychopath thing yeah. to do <laughs> and that's the thing probably get into it later but there has been crutches that I've told and I've had various um success rates but with this one She's still a friend Mm -hmm. and I never told because I think deep down there's an understanding. She gets it and I feel like if I said to her, oh, fun fact, (laughs) I was in love with you 12 years ago. It wouldn't change anything at all. I think it would maybe affect our friends. Well, that's what I was going to say. It would... Because it's weird, isn't it? We, we rarely talk about what it's like to be on the other end of it when someone says that they yeah. had a crush on you. But sometimes that can feel like a betrayal. Or like, oh, you kept that yeah. a secret when yeah. we were so close. Yeah. Or sometimes, oh, and you, what, you don't feel that now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's obsessive. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> and yeah, again, I'm taking it a little bit darker. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> So if I add to that lovely internalised ableism, in hindsight, I probably 
had an internalized homophobia when growing up. I think they would less be in that church negative connotations and lesbians were seen to be quite masculine and maybe for me edging on predatory and I never ever <clears throat> wanted to be that or give that image I worried about telling a seemingly straight woman that I have feeling for them because I feel like female friendships like we shared the same bed with held hands with seen each other in our brass and I didn't want them to be like oh that whole time she's been creeping on me because I wasn't most of the time these feelings were so innocent and it wasn't Oh, great, I saw him in the brown and it, it was more, oh, when I'm in a room with her, I just feel so warm and safe. Like, it was always so innocent for me, so I never wanted them to change how they acted yeah and change what they thought of you i was thinking this about about homophobia and how um how often the thing is like oh oh you must that uh, a lesbian would fancy all women yeah having to go yeah. that's not yeah. how it works no. <laughs> you know and just no. because you have a close friend yeah. doesn't mean yeah. of the same sex doesn't mean you fancy them in yeah. the same way that nobody fancies everyone yeah. i mean maybe someone yeah. fancies everyone but i've never met <laughs> that person am- I mean, she's a great friend, but I have one friend who, when I came out, she said, have you ever fancied me? I thought she was saying it to be, like, worried or concerned, and I hadn't, so I said... No, no, never, like, never, ever, ever. (laughs) Too too much now, too much. I have not fancied you for one second. (laughs) I'm fancied for you repulsing me. Don't worry. (laughs) And she was like, oh. Thing. I think it's rude to tell anyone you don't fancy yeah. them. I think it's just, just if anyone asks, just say, yeah, a bit, yeah. yeah what sure. of it?
when you came out, what 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 changed? What had changed? Was there someone that you liked um, that you managed to tell, or am I quite? old I was 27 um, and I had been in London for a few years so well that'll turn you yeah <laughs> so no it was amazing because as I say coming from a Yorkshire little town that I do have what a stereotypical lesbian look like and acted like. I came to London and I thought, oh, I can keep my long hair. <laughs> I can wear dresses. <laughs> I can be girly. So that opened my view and uh, such a refreshing way and then I the big custard crush <laughs> had been going on for eight years so by then I was like I need to stop kidding myself that I'm not gay, it's just her and I need to allow myself to it almost felt like popping a balloon by then I was doing stand up comedy a bit I just met you. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing that will turn. <laughs> yeah. Basically, <laughs> I met you. Done. Nailed. <laughs> By the end of that day. People need to know. <laughs> and then through comedy, I mean, we can't talk about comedy all day but I think what's amazing is it can be so real and authentic and I started stand up and I was talking about crutches or people that fancied and automatically Changing the pronouns, going he, oh, him, wow. and in my head, I was like, that's not true. Why are you saying it's an for me? There's some great, great comedians who can spin a story and make up something but I think for me all my jokes and all my story need to come from a real place and so I thought right if I'm properly gonna be the authentic self that I've pushed down for 
27 years. But yeah, I just popped that balloon and I just felt lighter. And did you feel more able to approach people that you fancied? I mean, I am pretty too and I still have my trifle sure. crushes. <laughs> My current coaster crush um, has been going on for four years. Oh, Rosie. I told her. (gasps) Oh, my God. Congratulations. What happened? Uh, She's here. (laughs) She's been sitting very quietly. (laughs) Sorry, I keep calling you custard. <laughs> but let, oh my God, I entered uh, the next layer of psychotic behaviour. Psychotic trifle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's from. Um, I met her really later, didn't tell her for years, God. and I thought I can't ever tell her. So I did a total normal thing. Sure. Normal. <laughs> so normal. Normal of I wrote a children's <laughs> book. <laughs> Normal, <laughs> normal, <laughs> and my children's book is about a girl with cerebral palsy. I don't know how I came up with <laughs> that. Your imagination, uh, honestly. <laughs> but wait for it. That girl with cerebral palsy has a crush. <gasps> On her friends. Oh, wow. And at the end, they kiss. And it's a real, like, wholesome, like, like, book. But the friend is based on the woman I have Does she have the same name? No. No. Oh, cunning. (laughs) (laughs) So you weren't that psychopathic. Yeah. You could have done that. (laughs) Sent it to her. (laughs) What do you reckon to this? Coach Ruby, like, good friend. She um, read an early copy and she liked it. And um, I said to her, oh, um, just so you know, you are flop. Oh my god. Um, and did you no, say it in person? No. No. Can't no, 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 that's a step no, too far. No, no, no. Fair enough. No, 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 <laughs> Another twenty seven no, no. years for that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it in a cake. <laughs> <laughs> I send all my messages like that. Happy birthday! Um, and she was 
wonderful and she was really um taken aback and said that's amazing but I just see you as a friend but actually I didn't mind that because I feel like especially the wedding crush I was much younger um, and a lot of that pain came from not having an outlet for my love. I mean, it felt quite beautiful to be like, I'm telling you this and I don't want anything from mm-hmm. you but the love and the feelings I have for you has made me want to write this book. so beautiful. I find happiness from that. I'm proud of everything I've done, um, but something I'm most proud of are my children's books. Children come up to me and say, I love your books. And the main character, Edie, is disabled, funny, confident, and Flora, who is based on my <laughs> custard crush, is amazing and creative and an introvert. My favourite thing is when shy people come up to me and go, my favourite character is Flora because she's a bit shy like I am and I can always say, oh, Secretly, Flora is my favourite character because <laughs> she's based on one of my best friends and she's my favourite person in the world. So actually, by putting my unrequited love into my art as I'm pretentious but my art I'm putting the love somewhere it's not into the person I imagined I would be but it's giving children hope and like just knowledge that you don't need to be like extrovert all the time. Yeah, well, it's exactly that thing that you were saying earlier. If if you can't see it, you can't be it. Yeah. But that's amazing that you can can do that and express all of that. And once you get it out, does it... I mean, is it a bit like the prick of the balloon again? Yeah, 
a lot of the heartbreak I've had from or made cry a lot for just having all those feelings that go nowhere. It's really bad for you. Yeah, really, <laughs> it's really bad. bad for you to not express it. If somebody came to me and said, um, you're so you know, you make me very happy. You make me so happy that I turned that love into this character that I am incredibly proud of. Even if I hated <laughs> them, I will go, that's amazing. It's amazing. That's amazing. So I thought, she deserves to know that. She's made somebody incredibly happy. I'm crying a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at me. You wrote the book, which helped with the unrequited yeah. love, but did the telling her and her saying, I only see, it's amazing, but I only see you as a friend, did that help? Did that change the crush? Yeah. Have yeah. you moved on? Is there a new custard? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we need hours. I know, I um, She's annoyingly, not annoyingly, but... She's still my custard. But we're going to go up the trifle. Sure. So she's my custard. And then I have a jam crush. Yeah. Um, but is this just a sex thing, Rosie? <laughs> is that what you mean by jam? <laughs> Wait, that is strawberry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the jam crush is normally four weeks. It's okay. Normally burns out. Quite come and go and um. You know, in comedy, in acting, before I was a comedian, I worked in telly, and it's always contract work. Mm -hmm. And when I got a new contract, I get a crush. Yeah. On oh, somebody. it's almost in the contract, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that will be someone probably day one that I go, I like it. <laughs> and uh, they're normally straight. <laughs> and I'm normally very obvious. Everyone knows that I have a raging crush yeah. on them. And no one talks about it. <laughs> but How do you know they know? I'm a big... You're handing, holding their hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if we can analyse it, 
It's a probably because I have that underlying coaster crush. So with my jam crush, I can go, when are you going to leave your boyfriend? <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> Weekend, are you gay yet? <laughs> and I love oh, the pervert element yeah. is coming out again. So good. You know what, though? <laughs> I ended up dating a jam crush. Well, do you know what? I'm not. I'm genuinely not surprised about that because I think that when the pressure is off, when yeah. you're like, I have, listen, I've got someone <laughs> in the back who I'm planning on marrying, who I'm obsessed with, I'm in love with, and they are, you know, that freedom yeah. that you can have to just be flirty and yeah. silly and then yeah. suddenly you find, oh, I've got a real connection with yeah. this person yeah. and this is actually yeah. really fun. Yeah. That's brilliant. So this was a long time coming. This was before I was a comedian. I was a researcher on the last leg and I worked in Rio on the Paralympics. And everyone knows when you're working abroad... The jam crush. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, that is yeah. a phrase, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what happens at the Paralympics stays at the Paralympics. Um, and I had a crush on the director, but classic, she had a boyfriend. <laughs> Did that stop me? <laughs> oh, I hope not. Well, no! But that's the thing about the jam crush. I literally came home and forgot about yeah. it because you've always got that coaster crush. Yeah. You can pick and leave the, the jam. jam. <laughs> Stains of jam all over the world. <laughs> It's perfect. Until, until God. I, uh, the jam crush, uh, got in touch that shit. <gasps> to say she'd gone gay. And, well, <laughs> this is the thing. Because I am wading knee deep in coach. <laughs> 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 when the jam comes a call, yeah. I didn't, it passed me by. Really? And so she texted me, and in hindsight, now it was obvious. Oh. She said, Hi, um, remember me? I've been thinking about you a lot. Oh my god. By Rosie, <laughs> I'm annoyed with you now. <laughs> by the way, I've broken from my boyfriend. Shall we go for a drink? Oh my god. And you're <laughs> faffing around with custard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's 
quite friendly. <laughs> <laughs> you will go for a catch up. Went for a catch up again. Patch me back <laughs> in hindsight. It was a date. Very obviously tell me she was bisexual and I was like, that is, that is lovely. Well done, you. <laughs> we even have tanks. Oh my God. And you didn't even have to say you needed no. to. <laughs> and I was like, oh. It's lovely, you two gal pals <laughs> holding hands, um, and then I still have sleepless nights over this. Um, she texted me the morning after going, Last night was great. Can we do it again sometime? It was the beginning of November and I replied, No. (laughs) (laughs) No, things are quite hectic right now because they were were quite hectic. And it was not on my radar. Oh, Rosie. And I used a phrase that I never, ever have used before. Or since (laughs) I said, no, things things are quite busy right now. Can we circle back? (laughs) You should be covering your eyes at this point. (laughs) Can we circle back in the new year? (laughs) Circle back. Circle back in the new year. Who are you? Oh my god! And I am Lord Alan Sugar! <laughs> Turns out. Oh my god! So I'm in third place here. <laughs> I wouldn't have done this. I would have buried myself <laughs> in the garden <laughs> and laid there forever. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Touching me on New Year's Day. Oh my God! Happy New Year! I'm circling back. She's amazing. (laughs) Margaret, still no idea. What? I know. I said to her, (laughs) which is all true, I was like, 
Happy New Year! Great to hear from you. I'm so sorry, but I'm gigging and filming every day. Which I was, but if I knew it was on a romantic Well, you did. I'm I'm so angry. (laughs) I'm like... Did you... So you did... Fancy her? Yeah! Because <laughs> I was thinking the only way I will accept this is if you'd gone off her. Well, no, I think because... <laughs> you just replied, is this romantic? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but I think because in Rio, because it's a jam crush, yeah. I was like... You'd written it off. This is all me fancying her. So, I mean, fair play <laughs> to her. Oh, she's coming out of this story very well. <laughs> she said, OK, um, so I've looked, I've looked on your website. <laughs> she's the best. Yeah, and you are gigging near me tonight. I'm coming. Oh my god. Still oh my god. No idea. <laughs> so uh, I replied. Like it sounds like at this point, if you if she'd said, I fancy you, you would have well, been like, mm, <laughs> what this these still obscure clues. Well, wait for me. <laughs> I did. I can't one, take it. I did one more piece of dickheadness. <laughs> I said, "Oh, brilliant! Can't wait to see you." I got loads of pals coming, so bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> She brought a friend, we all hung out, it was lovely, slowly, <clears throat> her friend left, yes. my yes. friend left. <laughs> She's and, holding your hand. <laughs> end of the night, me and her, and she went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have I got to spell it out to you? And I went, what? (laughs) I mean, yes, very much so. You're going to have to write it on a cake. (laughs) Have you written a book about (laughs) Yeah, this is the only way you understand. (laughs) And she said it. She said, I fancy it. Yay! And I was like... Oh, oh well, that now makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and uh, she said uh, she fancied me in real. Yeah. And then we started dating and annoyingly, I mean... We had a lovely time, but it didn't work out. Yeah. And we parted ways. But it was amazing (laughs) to go back to all my friends 
from the last leg and be like, guys, <laughs> guys, guys, I'm dating. You know that girl I had a raging crush on six years ago? <laughs> she came back. She circled back. <laughs> she circled back. When I tell someone to circle back, they circle back. <laughs> you see, that is incredible. And actually, actually, it's better than getting together with someone in a normal way. Yeah. You know, or, you yeah. know, a usual yeah. way. Yeah. It wasn't one-sided. Yeah, it is possible. This is not. This is not. Oh, I am the low-status person in this relationship. And then quite clearly, cream on the triangle. Yes. Them as celebrities. Great. Okay. (laughs) How long do they last? Have you had like? Oh, I think I got my staples. <laughs> I got my... Informative. Yeah, Gillian Anderson. Lovely. Jodie Comer. Peaks. Yeah. But then, oh, you know what I love? I got a big thing for just a very good... British actor. We're talking Sarah Lancashire. Wow. We're talking Nicola Walker. Yeah. They're always quite older. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a real crush or whether I just want to lie on their bosom. <laughs> Well, that is a real crush, yeah, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's a version. In their northern, in their no nonsense yeah. northern yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, we all want that. We all. I sort of think that those are crushes. Um, I mean, from my point of view, just someone that you want to run your life for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and they're lovely. Yeah. But they just, yeah, yeah. they It's not a sexy thing, particularly. Yeah. It's just no. like, oh no, come and yeah. I mean, I don't want to say be my mum. <laughs> Perfectly lovely mum. Yeah, I mean, we're going into therapy. <laughs> territory. But basically, an, an older northern woman that I'm going to not dig into. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're not digging into the the cream. That's uh, yeah. The producer's shaking her head. Fine. fine. Oh, actually, Go we're on. doing the trifle. Yeah, well, what are the strawberries? Those are fuck bodies. Oh, how lovely! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I'm not sure if they're a buddy. It counts as a crush. <laughs> like. <laughs> In your head, they're a yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're a yeah, pure sex. Yeah, hate their personality. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> The person you despise. Yeah. No, no, I tell you what, the strawberries are. I thought it's on my way here. And again, I sound like a pervert. <laughs> but 
there's strawberries on my daily um, lover fest. So if I'm in a cafe this morning, I was in a cafe and a woman smiled at me and banged <laughs> and was like, oh my God, <laughs> we probably need to brighten. <laughs> Looking at a hips, yeah. <clears throat> I think he will carry our children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get this all the time. Yeah, yeah like you know. Just every nice day. Man yes. in a duffel coat in a yeah. second-hand bookshop. That one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> so, I mean, I do need to at some point say that in your trifle there should be some element of cake or sponge fingers or something. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> very liquid. But we might have to get you. It's very liquid. We might have to just get you back on at yeah. some point. And talk, yeah. you, talk you through I that. I forgot, there's <laughs> It's because you were knee deep in custard, <laughs> which is the phrase I will never forget. <laughs> the maths, do you know the maths? Yeah. 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 Who are you? No, you don't, you don't have to give me a full name. You could write it down, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I love, love how secretive that was. Um, it's, I'm afraid it's 39%. But listen, you've popped the bubble, the I balloon, so you don't need this very... Is that the accurate... No, no, a few oh, people have had 17s. Oh, no. Yeah, so don't worry, right. it's, uh, you know... 39% is okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, you're supposed to move on at this point anyway. <laughs> We're going to find you someone new. We're going to go yeah. to a cafe yeah. now and get someone to smile at you. Coach Dad! <laughs> Looking oh, for that's you! That's definitely going to work. <laughs> Thank you very much. You've been amazing. I Rosie Jones. I <laughs> So that was Rosie Jones, who I probably should have picked her up on the fact that I don't think she's a psychopath or a pervert. Um, but I know <laughs> I describe myself like that all the time. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so she was amazing. And we did carry on talking for quite a long time afterwards <laughs> about what else was going on in her life. If you can bear to like and subscribe and rate and review, I know it's a bit of a pain in the ass, but it really does help. And we'd love to build this podcast so that we can do thousands more episodes. Thank you for already rating and reviewing and liking and subscribing if you have done. And thank you so much to everyone who's already come over to Substack to see us. It really is a wonderful place. Uh, do check out Crushed by MCS. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Crushed by Margaret Caborn Smith, hosted by Margaret Caborn Smith and produced by Victoria Lloyd and Lindsay Fenner for Mighty Bunny Productions. If you can bear it, please like, subscribe, rate and give us a nice review as it helps me feel better about my life choices.
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.